Welcome back, everyone, to the Prince Huda podcast, episode two. For new listeners, welcome. For fellow old listeners, welcome back. Excited to have you all join us. I am your host, Prince Huda, and I am joined by the one and only Coach Chippy. It's our holiday episode. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and Coach, happy holidays to you. How are you doing today? Happy holidays, Prince. Today's a great day. Today's been a great day. Got creative today. We're not thinking too much today. And how's Prince doing? I want to know how Prince is doing. I'm good. I'm excited. I mean, the first episode I loved. Thought we did a great job. We got some great clips up, you know, some fun, some hockey, some football. It was well received. And I, I like what we're doing here. And I think we have something special here. And, you know, it's the holiday season. There's no snow outside, which for me is awesome. I hate the snow. So this is a great Canadian winter so far. Knock on wood. Ooh, great Canadian winter. There's been very little snow, minimal, minimal snow. Usually by this time, the ski hills are open, but they're not even really open out here either. So it's it's been crazy. It's been a crazy winter. Is this a global warming issue here? What are we thinking here, Prince? Probably, right? Like, I haven't had to shovel the driveway yet, so, like, I love it. You know what I mean? I'm not a winter sports guy. I did skiing one time, and I got stuck on the hill. And it was super traumatic. I was like eight years old. I was like, I'm never doing this again and stay true to that. But, you know, it's weird because usually, you know, you have pond hockey, you have snowboarding, you have skiing, you have nothing. You know, you have sitting in your house making podcast weather is what this is right now. Sounds like it's a good, it's a good time. Sounds like we're doing the right thing then. Inside, getting creative, starting a podcast, and we'll see if people care about our opinions or not. <laughs> They certainly did on the first half, so I'm excited to see what we dive into today. Obviously, the holiday season is here. You know, this one's coming out December 25th, so Merry Christmas to all those listening. I got my holiday spirit. I'm wearing my Toronto Maple Leafs Christmas. Oh, wow. Those you can see there. Yeah, thrift store, $11. I like the pattern on that. It looks sweet. Yeah, it's a conversation piece for sure, you know. Official NHL merchandise from a thrift store, so I can't complain. Did you wear it out to work, or have you been in public with it yet? I did, yeah. We had a uh, Christmas sweater day at work that only four people, including myself, participated in. And so it was definitely fun uh, walking around downtown Toronto in a beautiful Maple Leafs Christmas sweater. But if you're going to wear a Christmas sweater in Toronto, right, Maple Leafs one's probably a good shout. That's a question I have for you. What are your thoughts on people who don't contribute or participate in office events. I hate that. It's like it's like Scrooge, no pun intended. You know, it's this time of year. And I feel like it's not the first time it's happened to me where I used to work. Uh, I remember my first year there, Halloween came up. And uh, one of our vice presidents was like, oh, like everyone dresses up for Halloween. An exact quote that he said that I have remembered in my head. You don't want to be the only person here not in a costume. So I was like, oh, shit, you know, like I'm the new guy. I got to show I'm a team player. I got to get a costume. So I went out and got this great costume. I'm not sure if you've seen the show Stranger Things. I went as Argyle, who was like the stoner pizza guy. I got the wig. I got the shirt. I got everything. And I walked into the office and there were three people dressed up, including me. Oh, that's not that's never any good. You know, you want some people that are having some fun with life that want to participate in things like that. Um, but you know what? Sometimes you don't have time because there's the other side of it where it's like, I don't got time to be doing that. You know what I mean? I'm showing up for work. I barely like even showing up here. And sometimes you don't even like the people at work. So you know what? I'm not dressing up for nobody. There's so there's that side too. The side that's just like, you know what? I hate work. I hate what I do. I'm coming in here and I'm here to clock in and out. So there's that side as well. Like I see both sides of it. Um, if it's like a, if it's, if it's a, a space you like and you enjoy and you enjoy the people. Yeah, you dress up. If not, put on the hoodie, get in there and get out, okay? And think about what you're going to do next. <laughs> that's my opinion. That's fair. No, that's fair because the next year on Halloween, I didn't dress up knowing that would happen. And lo and behold, five people come in dressed up, but your boy Prince didn't dress up and look like a fool two years in a row. So <laughs> learn, as you go in, learn as you go in this business. But I, I wouldn't say you're a fool. You're just like... You didn't spend that extra time 
to get ready and spend that extra effort. You know, you got a little maybe maybe had a little more time after work instead of planning your costume to do what you wanted to do. You know, does does Prince love going to the store and grabbing a costume? Maybe no, maybe not. No, it's expensive, man. Everything's expensive. I mean, that kind of dives into our first topic. Economics. Today. We talking about economics. Uh, in, in a sense, I know we did take that course together. So kind of economics here. I went to the Leafs game last week. I know we talked about it on the show. And by the way, what did I say? The Leafs would dominate the Pittsburgh Penguins. And what did they do? Exactly that seven, nothing. But man, was that an expensive night? That was <laughs> crazy. Okay. First of all, we drove in. So went with my dad, you know, some father son bonding time. We're we live in Mississauga. So not too far. We parked. $30 parking, right? So you're already down 30 bucks before you even walk into the building. Okay, then we Where'd get into park? the building. Uh, one of those condos off Bay Street. You took the path inside. A little life hack. You know, you don't want to take the one right by the ACC. Excuse me, ACC. Scotiabank Arena. I'm dating myself there. You know, you don't want to park too close because it's a nightmare getting out. So we parked a little bit further, walk, but 30 bucks. Then we sit down. We're in the seats. And we get, you know, some food. There was some nice... Uh, we were in the Scotiabank uh, uh, premium area, which was nice. So there was a nicer selection. Oh, wow. A roast beef sandwich. Yeah. So I got a roast beef sandwich, prime rib, au jus, uh, and a beer. $44. For which? Before tip. For the beer and the sandwich, it was $44. That's not horrible. That's not horrible. I feel like at a Leafs game, at a Leafs game, I swear the beer is 20 bucks. Yeah, no, at a Leafs game, it's fine, but I'm just saying, like, the economics of a Leafs game, like, your tickets are already stupidly priced. Parking's uh, who crazy. Bought the tickets? crazy. Who bought the tickets? They were gifted. Okay, they were gifted. <laughs> okay, so there, so there you go. Zero on tickets, brother. You got, you got, you could, you could have bought 15 beef au jus. Okay, you had no, you no. had no uh, expense on the ticket price. You know, that means you could splurge a little on the beef au jus and the drink. You know what I'm saying? I know, I was just baffled. I haven't been to a game in a while, so I was not, you know, I was not expecting to spend that much on food and drinks and parking. But again, it's Toronto. It's a Leafs game, and it was a great game. They won seven nothing. The Kyle Dubas return. I was oh, chanting Dubas. Them. You saw that on TV. I was in there. Dubas, what a loser. You don't like Dubas? No, I just. A man is only as good as his word. And I'll never forget when he did that interview where he said something along the lines of, if I don't work in Toronto, I probably won't work in hockey next year. And he said that, and I was like, wow, what a respectable guy. He's throwing his cards out there. He's saying, you know what? I'm going to stay in Toronto. The very next week, he signs in Pittsburgh and becomes their uh, general manager. I was like, what the heck? But what I don't think, he, I don't think he expected to get fired. I think we. I think he... He got fired, didn't he? Or he asked for a, a raise or he wanted more. I think he wanted more control. I think that was the biggest thing. He didn't want to be under Shanahan. So he yeah. wanted And Then I guess they were like, nah, like we're going to keep our, our big dogs. We're going to keep our guns. And boom, he gets bounced. And then like, yeah, he gets offered another job. Like, boom, he's going to go play with Sid or go get, he gets to go be around Sid and I think he wanted to rebuild, but I think they wanted to build a team that was competitive this year. So that was tough because he probably had to make a couple moves they didn't even really want to make just to make them kind of competitive this year. Because I don't think Sid and the boys wanted to tank because they're obviously getting a little older and their window for another cup is dwindling. Yeah, he went in and he got Carlson. But I mean, when you say it like that, I mean, I might have just 180 on Dubis and kind of. Now I feel a little bit bad for him, honestly. Like I wasn't, uh, you know, privy to all these extra details. And now that you say that, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe we did give this guy the short end of the stick. But it was funny watching him lose seven nothing, and a lot of the guys that uh, he, you know, left and didn't sign. You know, the guys that Trey Living brought in, Domi, Bertuzzi had big games, so that was pretty funny to see. That's good. Yeah, we pounded them. That was a big game. Pittsburgh versus Toronto. I don't think we've ever beat pittsburgh like that before like usually they come in crosby likes to dance around the leaves so that was good that was good to see but we are on a little bit of a, a skid right now like we've lost two or three in a row now two or three in a row we got pound actually yeah we gotta talk about that yeah let's Nine jump in pounding which oh. is by buffalo so that's tough stuff right across Did the border see? we 
I didn't oh, see. So I was just gonna say, night. did you see that after the ninth goal, the Sabers in game arena staff they played the Hall and Oates song after. So they played the old no Leafs way. goal song after the ninth goal, just as like a nice little middle finger to the Leafs at the end of that game. That's tough. No, I didn't watch it. I was actually, what was I doing on? What was that Thursday night? Mm-hmm. I was doing something else because I would have been watching, but wow. I think I think short term memory. Doing. That night I was on the the locker room with sports. Oh, I was with Kev. NFL. Yeah, so I didn't watch the game either, but we were checking the phone and like. It was five three. It was six three. It was it was nine. I'm like, wow, like, what's going on with Ilya Samsonov? Like, how does a goalie rebound? No pun intended from a performance like that. Sammy, I think he just needs to find his confidence. I think it's a mental thing right now. They're saying so. If Sammy can just dial it in, do some do some mind mindful work. Um, he'll figure it out. I believe in him. I think it's tough though when you've just. You know, your confidence is shot. The pucks are just finding a way in. Now you're battling against yourself. And the team, the defense core isn't the best. So they're giving up high grade chances a lot of the time. Like if you watch a Leafs game, there's definitely a couple like really good opportunities every game because we are just a younger decor. And yeah, I don't know. I think it'd be tough to be a goalie on the Leafs, to be honest. I don't think it's an easy job being a being a Leafs goalie uh, with how offensive privy we are. We don't have a lot of focus on defense, and we do rely upon outscoring teams. So I think, yeah, it's definitely not an easy job. I've, I've liked Marty Jones. Marty Jones has been buzzing. Mm-hmm. Um, he's stepped in. Uh, he's done a good job, but, yeah, it's been tough. We've had a lot of injuries, but we'll see. I feel good. I feel good going into the break here, Christmas break. We'll have some holiday break. We'll have some time off here. Do they get time off in the NHL or no? I think they get like a few days because I know like December 25th is like NBA, NFL only. And then I think they resume 26, 27. So they do get a few days. The Leafs are playing. uh, So we're recording the Saturday night. So they are playing tonight. I think it's Columbus. So it should be a nice bounce back effort. Uh, I would look to take the over in that game. I guess we'll see. We got a game tonight. Like we have a game tonight. Yeah, they're playing uh, Columbus. Right when do they 6:30. play? Thirty. Uh, I would assume oh, later goodness. on tonight. Um, yeah, they're playing in Columbus, so you know, look for a bounce back effort from the Leafs. Go into the break, ideally with the win, but you never know with this team. You really don't know what you're going to get with this team on a night to night basis. Okay, that means we're going to have to wrap this pod up around seven fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> they can wait. They can wait. One thing I don't like about the NHL is they're the worst with start times. You'll see a 7 p.m. start, and then you you sit oh, down you, on the couch. You're ready. 7:08. It's usually seven. Or yeah. Seven. It's 7:08 or like it's like eight minutes past that. Usually. Why can't they start on time? You know what I mean? I because it, 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 it's the program starts at seven. Well, oh. so they got to introduce it. They got to do the anthems. I'm not a big anthem guy, all right? Before the game, let's just play the game, okay? Do we need to sit here with the anthem? I put the anthems on mute, and guess what? This is a life hack. If you're watching a game, mute the commercials too. You don't let that infiltrate your your, your mind because they're always trying to sell you something. They're trying to plant stuff in your brain. In between periods, you mute the commercials. Take that time to meditate, all right? You probably have a lot of emotions going on. Your team's winning. Your team's losing. Turn that mute button on during those commercials because they're trying to sell you something. They're trying to tap into your brain, and you got to say, no, I'm not letting that into my mind today. I'm going to relax. I'm going to flow. My dad and I actually usually watch the games together, and he has the PVR. So we wait half an hour, and we don't check our phones, Ooh. and we don't check. the. So then, boom, guess what? Fast forward, fast forward, no commercials, life hack. No one else is watching games like Coach Chippy. And his dad, we've got it figured out. PVR, fast forward the commercials. Don't check your phone because then you get the score updates and stuff like that. I don't let anyone text me. I put it on do not disturb. And boom, we watch the game in peace. No commercials. How about that, Prince? How about that? I like it. I like it. I think I'm guilty of checking the phone in between commercials. So I don't think I could do 
the 30 minute PVR, but I do have a strategy for the anthems too. You mentioned you mute them. I just uh, one sec, one sec during them. One sec. What happens when you PVR? There's no, there's no commercials. That's what I'm saying. So you don't need to check your phone. It's the most elite way because you just fast forward to the play. It's always play. There's no need to check your phone. So you check your phone because you got to wait for the commercial. But when you can just hit do 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 back onto the plate, icing, fast forward. What about the flipping between games though? Like you got you got money on Pittsburgh, you got money on Toronto. You're flipping to Pittsburgh in the commercial and then back to Toronto during the Pittsburgh commercial. You know what I mean? Coach Chippy retired from that. Coach Chippy doesn't do any of that stuff. So Coach Chippy just watches his team. And that's that we talked about that before. I had to retire. I had to let go of that side. But you just watch the Leafs play, and then I get to go do my video maybe after. It's just an elite way to watch the game with no commercials. I don't know if you have a PVR at home, but if you do, figure it out. Figure out how to work it because it's extremely elite. Oh, you you cut me there. I had I, I had a funny one, I thought. you we were talking about anthems. I was going to say my strategy during the anthems is I, I take a knee during them. Oof. Oh, so you're, anti, so you're anti uh you're anti-anthems, you're anti... <laughs> no, it was, it was just a poorly timed joke I thought would land, you know. Shout out uh, Colin Kaepernick. The football guys would get it, but, you know, just... I don't even know if I'm allowed to laugh. See, that, the problem with today is I don't even know if I'm allowed to laugh at that. I don't know if I'm... I, I don't even... I don't have an opinion on anything. I don't have an opinion on any of that. Um, in today's society, am I... Are we allowed to even make a joke anymore? I don't even know. I give you permission I, to laugh. I, I won't uh, I won't feel offended if you laugh if that's what we're if that's what we're looking for. the problem is I don't even know what it means at this point I don't even know what kneeling means like is that a bad thing is that a good thing I don't even know at this point which we got so much stuff going on in the world so many people are getting offended over everything I don't know oh, I even get offended over some stuff okay that's why I try to stay offline and don't even look at my phone but that's very difficult to do that's been something yeah, I'm I was trying. Gonna say. I'm, oh, it's nearly impossible joke joking you you what is possible is what you tell yourself so if i keep telling myself that of course it's going to be impossible but having said that i have been um wanting to limit my screen time limit my like consumption on like the phone like as soon as you get on a on a tiktok doom scroll it's like the doom scrolling is like insane like you just get on the phone you're scrolling and then next thing you know you're swapping from tiktok to instagram you're checking Instagram, and then you're going from Instagram to YouTube, and then now you're in the YouTube Shorts algorithm. Now you're lost in the algorithms. Now your middle name might be algorithm because you're just in it, and the, and it knows exactly who you are, so it's feeding you all the best videos possible. And now you spent the last four hours scrolling, and you're like, man, what did I just do for the last four hours? And you got no idea because you went from video to video dopamine hit to dopamine hit to dopamine hit and that's a scary scary place to be yeah i've seen i know apple phones have like the screen (laughs) no that was that was that was beautiful it's just like i've been there before with the instagram you know you fall you click on a profile this person's following them okay let me click on this person oh let me person tag them let me and then you're there and you're like eight people deep of when they started at one (laughs) i know they have limits on your phone where you're like at this at this uh, time they cut you off from the site, but you can it's very easy to just ignore. So, you know, we'll probably talk about New Year's resolutions next week, but that is one for me as well. Screen time just got to go down just a little bit. Not too much, but a little no, bit. No, it's when you get in the TikTok and then you get into like a part one and then you go to the next, you go to the comments, <laughs> and then you see part two. Now you're on part nine of, of whatever video you watched, and then you have to like go back to your for you page. So you have to like go back nine different videos that you just, bro, I had that happen yesterday. I'm not even going to lie to you. I was watching this show and it was a part one. It was a part was a 10 part series. I watched. It was insane. It, it had me. It was such a good little documentary, but yeah, you can get lost in these algorithms. We need to, we need to talk about that more. Cause that's pretty funny. Yeah. It's the funny. Al- Cause like algorithm. TikTok, you can, you can put a 10 minute video out on TikTok now. So there's been times I'm sitting there and it's like, I've been watching this video for five minutes and 30 seconds. So like whoever this creator is, they just got juiced in the algo because I spent five and a half minutes. No, that's good. No, that's good because if you can watch it, no, that's good for you because if you can watch a video for five minutes, you are like 
above and beyond focused. Oh. I mean, oh. Uh, like, no, it's a good thing because if you can sit there and okay. watch, yeah, give yourself, yeah, watching a five minute video isn't easy in this world when 10 seconds is about the, uh, four seconds is about the attention span of most. Actually, I'd say two. Most of us just go, whoop, 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 next video, next video, next video, next video, next video. So if you can sit there and watch a five-minute video, I'm going to applause you. I wish we had a little little thing because I just want to give you a little clap. Uh, I'll take you it. You sat there I'll, for I mean, a five-minute video, it. Prince. You sat there for five minutes, and you said, Listen, no, subject, I'm not going to The subject's good. Typically, you're talking about you know football. You're talking about you know sports betting, or you're talking about wrestling. I'm going to sit there, and I'm going to watch. And so if you got me what in else any of those three, I'm going to watch. Is that, uh, is that what your elbow is mostly about, consisting of? I'd say, yeah, that mostly, uh, you know, um, trying to grow, you know, so you have those people like, this is how to make an entertaining video. This is how to grow your audience. This is how to get 5,000 followers in five minutes. Like, you know, I see those too. So I get a little bit of those, but none of that stuff that I think you're alluding to. I don't have well, that that's in good. My algorithm anymore. That's good. That's good anymore. That's good anymore. That's good. No distractions. Yeah. Self-improvement. I got a lot of self-improvement stuff in that algorithm. I have a lot of. Uh, what else do I got in my algorithm? It's a lot of. It's not as much hockey as you would think. I don't have a ton of hockey. It's mostly like philosophy stuff, like philosophical stuff. Um, then it's like random stuff. They'll be like, "Oh, like man gets arrested," and it's like a ten-part series of like what's that? <laughs> like, like I got a lot of that random stuff. Like just like. I know Random, what you're talking like, about. I'm just crazy experiences that are like just going on in the world that you just can't like believe even are real. And then it just like catches your like it just catches your attention and it's like a ten parter. And it's like, yo, I gotta watch does this guy get off with the ticket? Does like you don't know what's gonna happen? Like <laughs> a lot of those, yeah. like a lot of like random stuff like that. And is it I mean it's entertaining, but is are you getting anything from it? Probably not. Not too much. You know, well, one thing in my algorithm or one thing that really caught my eye this week was the picture of Victor Wembenyama and Connor Bedard. I mean, that was so funny. The size discrepancy between the two. It looks like a Photoshop, but it is a real photo. I saw it on the NHL official Instagram. I mean, that was hilarious. What did you think of that photo? Wemby's massive, though. Wemby makes NBA players look like that. So and Betsy isn't the tallest guy. So it's like. Maybe if they put Chara and Wemby together, it wouldn't be look so crazy. But you know, when I you think take it someone, would. what Chara was this? Chara six eight, six seven. What was Chara six six, six eight? Uh, yeah, let's do a check here. Yeah, Wemby was. But then you have Wemby was seven four, right? It's not even fair. Seven four is crazy. Like it's not even fair. <laughs> yeah, like Betsy standing beside him was pretty funny. Uh, but it's just crazy the difference between sports, like. Like, that's the number one overall pick to the NBA, and then that's the number one to the NHL. Obviously, having a little bit of a, a lower center of gravity appears to be beneficial in the NHL. But I was I was reading, like, an article, and it was saying that it's actually changing to taller defensemen. Like, a lot of big defensemen now are getting drafted, so there's been a shift now to, like, big, just big defensemen. So... I don't know, but it seems like the game's getting smaller in terms of forwards. It seems like there's a lot of like, like Kucherov's not the biggest guy. He's leading the league, but Dard, uh, who else? Like Crosby was only like 5'11 or something, 5'10. Yeah, as long as you're a strong so, skater, it feels like you can kind of translate and, you know, make up for your lack of height in this game. But it is just crazy that like you have Bedard who, you know, you know, if if like if a basketball player looks at Bedard, they probably don't think anything special of him. But a hockey player looks at him and goes, "Okay, yeah, this guy is the future of the league." Well, what they should have done is comp- compared quads. Who's got the bigger quads? That's what they should have done. They should have said forearms Yo. even or forearms because Betsy's built like a truck. They should have had uh, should have had them wearing uh, <laughs> muscle shirts just to see the uh, the physiques. Different types yeah. of physique because Betsy's built like a truck. Okay, this guy's yeah, been in the gym. Boy. This guy doesn't miss a leg day. Okay, so if Betsy and Wemby did a little quad uh, comparison, I think there'd be a little bit of a, a difference there as well. 
It's just crazy that like in the same draft year, we had this guy who's touted as a generational future superstar in the NBA and a generational future superstar in the NHL in the same draft year. So I do feel like their careers are going to be held against each other, you know, kind of forever just because they got drafted at the same time and have to, you know, make the same impact on their respective sports. Yes, I I just had a good idea. Um, it's gonna be like it's gonna be like Bedsy. Um, he's like he's like hey, why is everyone talking about my height? Like, have they seen my have they seen my quads? Have they seen my forearms? Like, yeah, they could talk about my height, but have they seen my quads? Something like that. That'd be pretty funny. Insecure. Well, I'll pose the question to you. When it's all said and done, who do you think is going to make a bigger impact on their league? Wembenyama or Connor Bedard? Ooh, that's that's a good question. I think it's I think it's easier to be a star in the NBA. I think like stars dominate more in the NBA than they do in the NHL. And what I mean by that is the NHL is more of a team game. There's a lot more chance, I think, in hockey as opposed to basketball where one or two guys can dominate like and take a game over. Like, look at LeBron when he was in the East Eastern Conference. He made it to the finals every year. And like it wasn't because he had the most stacked team, but one guy can dominate a game way more than one guy can dominate a game in, in, in hockey. Obviously, you look at McDavid. I think McDavid's an outlier because it seems like every game he dominates. He's getting like three points a game, it seems like. But we'll see if Bedard can do that. I think it is a lot more difficult, though, to dominate at the level an NBA player can dominate a game, if that makes sense. Is that a good answer, Prince? Was that was that well thought I, out? Yeah, I think so. Because in the NBA, you need five guys on the floor, you know, in the NHL. You need 12 forwards, you need six defensemen, you need, you know, two goalies, right? So I see why, you know, when you think about roster buildup, it's a lot easier. Uh, and again, this is just my opinion on it. It's, it feels like it's a lot easier for a basketball team to take one player and build around him than it is for a hockey team to take one player and build around him. Yes, I think also sense? like minutes. Minutes because an NBA player can play like 35 minutes a night, like, a, a, a big minute game for a hockey player is like 22 minutes, 20 minutes. Like, so you're just out there a lot more. You don't have to take as much rest. There's not four lines that go out. Like it's like two lines, like your bench and then you have your starters. So I think, yeah, it's just, I think, uh, I think you just play a lot more in the NBA. Like you're just on the court. You're in the game more than you are in the NHL. Yeah, I'd take Wembenyama. I made a bet with uh, one of my buddies that I think Wembenyama will have at least three championships before he retires. I was, you know, pretty pretty high on him. We made like a, I think it was a thousand dollar bet on it, three championships. So it'll be definitely down the line. But I don't know. I just, you know, Greg Popovich, one of the you know best coaches in NBA history. Not sure how long he's going to stay throughout Wembenyama's career. But you have Wembenyama. I'm sure free agents are going to want to play with this guy. San Antonio has won before. They have a winning, you know, culture and fan base that expects it. So I'd like to see him win a few more. So I would make the case that Wembenyama will be more successful in the NBA than Connor Bedard is in the NHL. Okay. Okay. We're throwing takes around there. This is that's my first take, I guess, from the Prince of the Podcast. Right there. Boom. Mark it. Yeah, I think I don't know, but Betsy could just bro, he's like a point per game almost as a rookie. Yeah. Like he might, like if he is anything like McDavid, like McDavid dominates his sport more than I think any other player in the, in any league. Okay. I'd agree. That's crazy. I'd agree that. That's a crazy. No, take. I'd but agree McDavid, with that. If anyone watched, like McDavid is light years ahead of the next person, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like he's so skilled. Like he's just built, and just the way he's built, like physically, he's fast. He can shoot. He dominates the game like he's the best player to ever put on a pair of skates to ever do it no question about it like this guy i don't you can't build a more perfect hockey player like what like he's six he has no weaknesses like what are his weaknesses weaknesses. exactly 
which is just like defense, nuts. but he's never even in the defensive zone because his transition game's insane. If as soon as he gets that puck, he's gone. He's so fast. He can shoot it. Uh, I mean, the weak like the only weakness you would say it's not even really a weakness, but he hasn't won a cup yet. But that's very difficult to do in the NHL, like winning a cup. I guess it's difficult in the NBA as well. But it does seem like the same teams always win. It's like Golden State's won yeah. a ton of chips. We had the same finals so, matchup for like five years in a row, right? Cavs Warriors yeah. every year. Yeah. So I get what you're saying there for sure. Would you say Connor McDavid is better than Wayne Gretzky? Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's a different time. It's a different game. Are you kidding me? The game's just so much more elite like now as opposed to – and this is a take that people don't like this take. But I'm saying, no. yeah, he's the best player. He's, he's the greatest one to ever do it. McDavid, are you kidding? It's just a different game now. Like, the game's so much better, so much faster. I mean, Wayne Gretzky was playing in an era where the goalies, I don't even think, knew how to do the butterfly. So, of course, you're going to be scoring a lot of goals because the goalies aren't they had helmets on. Did the goalies even have helmets on when Wayne Gretzky was playing? I don't know. But McDavid's got a ton of guys that know about diet, that know about uh, training since they were five. Like every one of these kids now has been training since they were two, has been eating protein powder since they were five, uh, has been taken every day to train. So I think there's a lot more competition in the league than when Wayno was playing. Wayno didn't have it. Who was Wayno's competition? Okay. I don't know about that era. There was probably a lot of good guys, but yeah, I don't want to speak out of this and have all it's the like hockey you're, you're, What are you guys talking about? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're, comp- you're, you're comparing eras. I think if you adjust like era adjust McDavid's points, it's like McDavid's the guy. McDavid's the man. Like I think Wayno would even say that. Like, could Wayno do the stuff that McDavid was doing? I don't know. But again, the, the equipment's better. The skates are better. You, you're you're comparing eras at this point, and I don't know if it's I don't know if you can really do that. But yeah, for me, it's McDavid. I think the game has never been in a better spot in terms of um, just quality. Like just watching a hockey game now, like everyone's doing crazy stuff. You got Michigan's happening. You got guys hitting. There's not as much hitting as there was before, obviously. But this year, I've seen a ton of fights. I've seen a ton of hits. I've seen Truba going and running guys over on the Rangers there. Oh, yeah. The game's in a good spot. The game's growing. I think NHL and hockey's just going to become more mainstream. I think a lot more people are going to tune in just because how fast it is. There's fighting. There's hitting. You're on little blades this this big, and you're skating on ice. Like It's craziness. It's an absolute war on the ice, and I grew up playing it. It was my favorite sport growing up. I love hockey. And I think McDavid's the best to ever do it. That's a good stamp. That's a great stamp. And you always see like when ESPN, SportsCenter, all these, you know, pages that predominantly post football, basketball highlights, when they post McDavid videos, all the comments you see are, man, I don't watch hockey, but that is impressive. Like, or I've never seen hockey before, but that is unreal. Like people that don't watch hockey, watch McDavid and go, holy shit, this guy is the real deal. So it is definitely a big take, you know, saying he's better than Gretzky. But, I mean, when it's all said and done, <laughs> this might not even be a discussion when it's all said and done. That's what I'm saying. What if McDavid passes him in points and goals? He could. And now you're like, holy, McDavid. I'm speaking for – I think I'm speaking for the younger crowd. I think the old the old cats are going to be in the comments section. What are you talking about? Coach Chip doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Coach Chip does know what he's talking about. McDavid was the greatest to ever do it. No question about it. Big drop. I like it. I like it. It's spicy. It's a I take. Like it. You know I what I mean? We're, we're getting stuff there. out there. I love it. It'll get clipped yeah. up. We'll get that out there. Love to see the feedback on that one. You know, we're getting our opinions out there. That's what this is all about. That's a, holding us to our words. You know what I mean? One thing I said last week. You know week, what? Yeah, what? One thing to say, my opinion on that could change tomorrow, okay? What I say in the moment, could I could change my opinion on that in the next 10 minutes, okay? So stay tuned on the podcast if I make a retake on that last clip because I might, I might go out and say Pappy's the best to ever do it. I might go and say 
Patty Kane's the best to ever do it, or Crosby. Who knows how I'm feeling in the moment? In this moment, I was feeling McDavid. I was. I was. Clearly, I was feeling McDavid. But you don't know if Coach Shippey's going to change his opinion in the next 10 minutes because that's what I do. All right? I say one yeah, thing. We'll put a- I get more enlightened. I get more enlightened, and maybe my opinion changes. I'm not I'm not just going to sit here and hold that opinion for the rest of my life. It could change. could change. That's fair. We'll put a disclaimer. Uh, the thoughts and views of Coach Chippy on this podcast may not be uh, really the same next week. Something like that. <laughs> One of those little commercial disclaimers saying, put hey, that. you know. <laughs> One of those little disclaimers will he's add very, to it. But He's very malleable. What, is, what does that mean? I've never heard that before. What does that mean? Oh, don't add. Malleable means like you can. Oh, it's like very malleable. You can work with it, right? Like you can ch- you can change it. It's, it's malleable. I what asked malleable you what it means, means it's malleable, and you explained bro. it to me by saying what the word is. I I don't know. Listen, I'm I'm a 24 year old. I've never heard that word. I've never used that word. I will play. I will use that word. I just want to know what it means. You know what malleable means, bro? I don't. I've never heard it, it before. You're you stop me again. You can. Okay, that like. That uh, piece of Play-Doh is very malleable. You want me to read you the can, definition? You could shape it. Online? You could shape it or something like that. Like you could shape it. You can adjust it. It's malleable. It's a. It's Play-Doh. Play-Doh would be an example yeah. of a malleable product. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. That that checks out with what I read. So word of the day, word of the week for all our listeners: malleable. Malleable. And yeah, exactly, malleable. like Coach Chippy can be shaped a different way if he by next week with more. Once I get more enlightened, once I get more stuff, I consume better knowledge. Maybe my opinion will change. I like it. Well, let's try <laughs> this. This, this is a segue here. I'm going to attempt. One Prince, we have ten minutes. That isn't. We have ten minutes. Well, I'll get. I'll get you. I'll get you out of here before the least game. Don't you worry. One thing no, that is You said forty-five. You said let's keep it to forty-five. You're, you're spilling the business on the podcast here. Oh, we keep it to 45. I do want to get some things. I did say last week that Aaron Rodgers would play this season, and I said I wanted to see it. He announced on the Pat McAfee show this week he will not play. He's three to four weeks away. Oh, from okay. so I fell for the hype. I'll be honest. First to admit, accountability time. I thought he'd come back. I wanted to see him. I believed all of it. All the stuff about his Achilles being fine. I was wrong. So, again, episode two, accountability time. Prince was wrong, and Prince is a fool for saying Aaron Rodgers will play this season. You know Sorry. what? That's character development right there. You know what? You're accepting that you were wrong, and you're saying, hey, I was wrong. And I think that's all you can do on this earth is say, hey, take responsibility for that. I'll take it on the chin. I got pretty fired up here in that Aaron Rodgers might be coming back. He didn't come back. That's on me. I'll take that one on the chin, guys. Hey, guys. My bad. That's what Prince just said. Prince said, "Hey, that's on. That one's on me. That one, I was wrong, guys. All right, take notes from Prince. That's very mature. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I, I I appreciate that because I I was a little shaken up. I wanted to see it. They had a great matchup this week against a terrible defense. You know, Rogers would have lit it up too. And you know, we'll wait till next year to see it. But I mean, I I love watching Rogers play. I mean, he's good for the game. You know, it's it's just sad to see him go down." I explained this uh, to someone this week. You know, it's like you know Aaron Rodgers going down in the first week of the season. It's like your new, your favorite TV show. The new season just came out. You're in the first episode. You're so excited. One of your favorite characters, one of the main characters, gets killed off in the first episode of the season. That's exactly what it was. Oh, yeah, that one stung for a lot of NFL fans. As someone who doesn't watch a ton of football, I do know who Aaron Rodgers is, and I do know what he's meant to the game. And I have watched him in Super Bowls. Is he ancient now? Yes, he is. He's extremely old. Okay, how old is he? I don't know. Coach Shippey doesn't 40. know. What is he? For? He's 40. He's 40. Okay, he's been around. And you want to see those heroes keep playing. Like It was like Tom Brady's kept playing. Tom Brady said, no, my body's still good at age. How old is Tom Brady? Is he 40-something? Was he 40 he playing in the or, league? He, yeah, he was a year or was two Was he 42 old. or something? Was like Tom 42 Brady playing in the league. Is forty six actually? He's forty six. What? So yeah. how old was he playing in the league? So he retired uh, earlier this year. So he was forty five when he retired. Come on, that's yeah. insane to me. Like forty five in football seems crazy because you are getting 
hammered out there by those offensive linemen. I mean, do quarterbacks take more abuse than other positions? Or is it, I feel like when they do get hit, it's pretty violent. I feel like when a a QB gets hit, it's like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, what's the most, obviously offensive lineman is probably the most physical position. Wide receivers feel like they're battling a lot. But I feel like the QB doesn't have any, like, if that guy gets through the D-line, you are getting crushed unless you can move your feet, unless you can avoid. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, like, I feel like the NFL has taken a lot of uh, measures to reduce the amount of punishment quarterbacks take. If you go on YouTube and you just search up uh, biggest quarterback hits ever, like, there are some guys who get their helmets knocked off, get the wind taken out of them, their ribs cracked. Like, you see some of these hits, and it's just crazy. They have taken it out to an extent. But, you know, when you watch the replay, like, for an average Joe, like, like us, like if we don't if you don't play the sport and you watch this, these guys get blown up. Like imagine Aaron Donald is running at you full force and you That's have to make saying. a split second decision of where to throw a ball and getting out of the way. And to me, I think playing quarterback in the NFL is the hardest position in sports. I will stand by that take. Being a quarterback in the NFL is the hardest position in the entire world of sports. Hmm. I'm just, um, taking time to process that statement. Like you could put a hockey goalie up there. Yeah, you could put a hockey goalie up there. You could put. um, I'm just trying to think about different sports right now. Yeah, UFC fighter is pretty hard. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say rugby is pretty insane. Okay, I I haven't watched a ton of rugby, but I know it's like football without the equipment on. These guys are out there doing the same thing football players are doing without the equipment. No helmets. These guys are out there crushing each other. Okay, have you seen a rugby game? Have you seen a rugby game? I, I want to see I some used rugby to play rugby. Right now. This is a clip right here. Have you seen rugby? Because this stuff is no joke. These boys get down on that pitch, and it's extremely violent. And it's football without equipment, okay? And I don't know how the game works. They're always, like, slowing down. You can't be offside. They're, they put guys on their shoulders, and they're going up and grabbing the ball. Get that on the, get that on the clip. They're going up, grabbing yeah. the ball. It's an insane sport. It's an insane sport. And I the think the only argument I'd make against rugby. rugby. Well, the only argument I make against rugby, and for those that don't know, Prince Huda picks used to play rugby. In high <laughs> I did too. Coach Hippie, not in high school. I played in elementary school. High school. You're running into contact. That's the only argument I would make against <laughs> rugby. You're always running into contact. Whereas with the NFL, you don't know where the contact's coming from. You can get hit from behind. Hit from the front, no, that's hit from false. the side, that's hit false. from the blind side. That's false. Not... Okay. How so? You get hammered. There's open ice There's open ice hits in rugby too. There's open, open field ice? hits. It's Well, like like I see what you're saying, but like you're running into contact a lot of the time in football too. Like running backs, like you're running into the – um, like there isn't like a ton of like massive open field hits in football. Like there isn't a ton of like – Whereas opposed to hockey, like an open ice, like oh yeah, just running into a wall. Like obviously, there's a ton of hits in football, but like open field hits. You know what? I, like you know what I'm talking about? Like an open field hit, like a, like a wide receiver's going up, complete completely just runs into someone and like just gets trucked. Like obviously, yeah. there's a lot of it, but there was one last week. I think that there's, was I think there's a lot in rugby. Yeah, I think recency bias here, like there was one last week, Michael Pittman for the Colts went up to catch a ball and then uh, the Steelers defensive player bang right into the side. He got a concussion, he had to leave the game and the Steelers player got suspended for the rest of the season for the hit. So like you said, it's not as prevalent anymore. And because they do things like suspend guys, fine guys, that kind of thing, you don't see it as much. But man, when you see one of those hits, it's just like, I don't want to see it. Let me see the replay 10 times kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's, I mean, hockey, there's actually quite a big, quite a few big hits in hockey. Like, I used to get, like, I used to hit guys, but, like, I used to also get smoked. Like, I got crushed a couple times. Like, on your defenseman going back to get that puck in the corner, and the forward is skating full speed for 100 feet, and they're not, and they want to hurt you. Like, I'd say defensemen get punished often because you're going backwards right 
and then yeah. you're skating towards the puck. You're skating towards you're skating towards the end boards. You have to go get the puck, and then you have to turn it up the ice. But the forwards chasing you down, and you end up just some of the times just getting absolutely smoked. The the forward wants to hurt you because you've been giving them cross checks all game. It gets nasty. There are some big big hits in hockey as well. What would you say? Which sport would you say has the biggest biggest hits? Hockey, uh, or I think it's hockey or, or football. Rugby. Like, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not a rugby connoisseur. I don't watch enough to know, but I would definitely think I'm gonna say football, just because you see it more. You know what I mean? Like every game, you have these crazy, crazy hits. Whereas like hockey, it's like I, again, maybe I don't watch enough hockey to know, but I don't see as many crazy hits in an average hockey game than I do in an NFL game. No, but like which hits do you think are more violent? Because now hockey, you have boards. Like football, I'd say hockey. There's no like, because like there's that danger zone when you're like, you can't really see, I'm trying to like show you, but like when you're like this far away from the boards and like I just posted a video, some guy getting hit from behind and your neck gets crushed into the boards. Like, there should be like get get the editor to show some violent hits right now, and the hits yeah, are just I'm violent. Like Paul Korea, like the Scott Stevens Paul Korea. Well, that's open like, ice. That's, so that's open ice. Yeah, those aren't those those aren't as bad as a danger zone board hit. Like a, a hit where you're like you're like maybe f- five feet from the boards and someone hits you and your like head gets like you're just in that danger zone. Like there's a danger zone in hockey where if you're along, like you're like four feet away from the boards and you get hit in a weird way, your neck goes in, like you could literally die. Like it's actually, obviously in football, it's very violent as well, but not having those boards around you, like pretty much a wall that you're hitting can be, I think a little more forgiving than a hockey hit, but it's very interesting. Well, I wonder, cause it's, it's funny because like, yeah, these hockey hits are deadly, but why is it that we see more concussions in the NFL on a weekly basis than we do in the NHL? Well, I mean, just because every play you're like, I mean, like the offensive and defensive line are like just they're, they're literally heads are it's head on head contact every play. It seems like I think there's a lot more. Obviously, there's a lot more hits because every play has a hit in football like everyone's hitting everybody out there that's literally the nature of the game is just let's just you know i just think there's just a lot mm-hmm. more yeah hits in football and i feel like there's a lot more like head-on-head collisions like i feel like you hit with your head like you get low and you it's not how you hit like obviously you don't hit with your head but like they, you, they you try to take it out of the game but yeah like the amount of times you see guys helmets collide and you just know like the way his head turns and the car has to come on the field and you know, all the players are on their knees cause they're, they don't want to see it. Like it's, it's a tough sport. Like if you have a kid that's in the NFL or a friend, like it must be hard to watch them play and watch them take these kinds of hits. Yeah. You know what? Football is a savage sport. I'm going to be completely honest. Like hockey's a savage sport too, but man, football nice. players are tough. I couldn't play football. I never played football. You know, I played hockey, but you know, I don't, I wasn't I wasn't down for that football stuff because I played flag football. I was a flag football guy. I like out on there I, with I the flag. Play, so flag you know, you know what I mean. Too. I mean, I could, I probably could have mucked it up. I mean, I think I just, you know, I wasn't big enough. But like even hockey, I wasn't the biggest guy. But they call me Chippy for a reason. I was a nightmare to play against. But yeah, I like this I comparing football to hockey. That. I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of resemblance. There's a lot of differences, but there's also a lot of like. It's very similar. It's very like it's like it's a, a war, similar mindset. Right? Yeah, it's a similar mindset of the player knowing that they're gonna go out there and they're going hunting. You know what I mean? So yeah, I like I like, I like it. Yeah, hunt. Yeah, that's my I, yeah. I do think day. football is more dangerous, probably. <sighs> but it's like, is it? You know what I mean? It's like it's I'm thinking, tough. is it more dangerous? Going back to tough. our original discussion, I would argue that like like I said quarterback being the hardest cuz like you have to deal with this constant threat of someone running at you you have to be able to read defenses you have to memorize the playbook you got to know where each receiver is on the field at each time know the coverage you're getting from your offensive line I just feel like the mental aspect of being a quarterback coupled with the fact that the physicality you need to absorb these hits I think there's nothing like it in sports yeah 
It's a hot take. I, I, I mean, we'll see. Like, I, I, I'd argue many people feel the same way, but again, like, whoever, you know, whoever watches their sport, there's probably some rugby pundits out there that are like, what are you talking about? Blah, blah, blah. You oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. The rugby guys are going to be in the comments section. I feel like the rugby guys get down. The rugby take guys. Take it are, easy. Your on ears get ripped words. off in rugby. The ears oh, get yeah. ripped off in rugby, dude. Rugby's no joke, okay? Let's not forget oh. how physical rugby is. I don't. We don't watch enough of it over here in this side of the woods, on this side of the woods, but, you know, it's it gets pretty pretty intense over there too i don't like what other dangerous sports are there a lot of dangerous sports yeah um, like a ufc right that's a really dangerous yeah sport. okay i mean you're literally okay. putting your life on the line every time you walk out sparring fighting yes. like, okay. that's a dangerous sport for sure and a lot of the times like when <laughs> you're up and coming you don't make a lot of money either so i i would put that up there as like you really got to be thinking a certain way if you want to fight for a living yeah okay Honestly. i'd say yeah ufc's I think, or MMA in general, yeah, not probably. just UFC. Yeah, Again, boxing. You got to be careful. You got to be careful with all these people. Combat sports, yeah, you know, just nuts. Which one do you think is more? Obviously, like people are gonna say UFC, but like I feel like boxing, it's like just head contact. Like it's like not just obviously there's body, but you know what I'm saying it's like you're aiming at the guy's head. Whereas like UFC. Yeah. Might be like more of a ground game. Obviously, you're catching elbows to the face too. I was gonna say like which one is like more dangerous, but like I think it's got to be UFC just because there's so many more things that could happen. But like when you're just getting punched in the head, like the brain damage, like which okay, which sport is there more brain damage in, boxing or UFC? Uh I would assume boxing right because ufc like yeah you gotta worry about all your body parts right colby covington said in that fight he just had with leon edwards last week he he said he broke his foot in the first 30 seconds of the fight and he and he went 25 minutes with a broken foot so like that's just wait not who, who did think about colby covington he did an interview he was in he the title fight with leon edwards he said he had a, he said he broke his foot in the first 30 seconds of the fight last week Okay, because he was not coming forward. He was not fighting the way I wanted him to fight. I mean, I was watching it, and it was – everyone's like, yo, Covington's like this pressure, pressure, pressure. Like, I don't I don't know a ton about UFC. I, I do watch most of the cards, but I didn't really know how Covington fought. Like, I've seen a couple of his other fights. Everyone was saying how Covington's like constant pressure, pressure, pressure. And then I'm watching I'm like, this guy's not even moving forward. This guy's like barely even moving at all, and his leg got – chopped up by those leg kicks like oh i think every ufc fighter every um ufc fighter that i've seen dominate has these leg kicks and it yeah. seems like they immo immobilize the other opponent with these leg kicks and then it's over the fight's over the other the guy gets a dead leg can't walk like those leg kicks if i'm a ufc fighter ufc fighters take some notes from coach ship right now learn the leg kick Okay, because it seems like that's the most violent thing. Like, who else did I watch do those leg kicks? Uh, Herrera, the Brazilian did, guy. Yes, he has bro. Nasty leg kicks I've ever seen. He just he chops, chops your leg, like and tree. now it's over. Yeah. It's over. The fight's over, and now it's like you can't even move your one leg. And if I'm a fighter, yeah, I'm learning that that leg kick, or I'm learning how to check a kick. Because if yeah. you're not checking those leg kicks, man, your leg's done. I mean, it's insane. Well, remember the famous uh, Anderson Silva. Remember he went for the leg kick, and uh, Chris Weidman checked the kick, oh, and his foot oh. bent out. Of, do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. That take notes, ridiculous. Covington, because yeah, you got to check those kicks, else else your your legs gonna be. Um, you won't be able, like. Will Covington even be able to walk for the next three days, four or two weeks, maybe? He's he's I mean, doing not so much damage. Press- He's doing all these interviews, so obviously he's fine enough, you know, to be sitting in the studios and whatnot. Bro. No, I mean, a broken foot in the first 30. I mean, you're off pure adrenaline. There's 24 minutes left in this fight, and you still got to go. Like, that's – we're talking about yeah, like tolerance what, of athletes? For sure, that's yeah. nuts. Yeah, because once – well, once that adrenaline – that's what I'm saying. Once that adrenaline dumps, like, he, his leg was purple in the first round. It was a different color by the fifth round. I don't even know what color it was. It was just – What's that going to feel like tomorrow and the next day? Like that oh. thing would just be 
destroyed, dude. Yeah, in the moment, the adrenaline, right? You're not thinking about it, but shit. When you get out no. and you sit in the locker room after you walk out, like, oh, I don't even. And your legs green. To those you're guys. like, I went. <laughs> green. I came out of the fight. Your My legs, legs malleable. green and purple. Shit, at malleable. that point, your legs. Yeah, it's absolutely insanity. UFC is crazy. But... Oh, I love it, though. I love watching UFC. Yeah. Sometimes I can't, sometimes it's tough to watch though. Like you're watching this guy just get beat up, and you're like, "Yo, this is hard to watch." Like sometimes they're th- sometimes it's tough to watch when guys are just getting like just dummy to the head. You're like, "How is this guy alive? Is he even alive? Is he standing? Is there someone even in there?" And he's still getting punched in the head. Like when the refs don't get in there right on time, and they just they're just getting yeah. dummied and the guy's knocked out. I'm like, okay, this is a tough watch. This guy might die right now. And we're all just like yeah, watching it for her entertainment. Well, the worst was um during the pandemic when they couldn't have crowds. Like it was so loud that like you couldn't hear the crowd chanting. All you could hear was the punches landing. So you'd hear the sounds of the leg kicks. Oh. The leg, of, it was just brutal. And I remember there's one fight. It was, it was Justin Gaethje versus Tony Ferguson. It was like right when the pandemic hit. And Gaethje pieced this guy up. Ferguson didn't go down, but it was so loud. Like I, I, I'm hearing the sound in my head of him getting cracked in the head for three rounds. It was, it was nuts. So I mean, kudos to UFC fighters. I don't know how you guys do it, and girls. I don't know how you people do it. Oh yeah, absolute beast, absolute beast. Let's let's talk. Let's let's talk about something a bit lighter here. You know where. We're approaching the um, you know, the end here with the holiday season coming up. You got any plans over the next little bit? Anything you you're excited to do over the holidays here, Chip? I actually got this tournament coming up on the thirtieth, December thirtieth. Uh, it's a three on three tournament. Um, other than that, I'm I don't have a ton planned. I definitely am trying to straighten out my life, trying to uh, figure out what I want to do in twenty twenty four. I think most people are. You kind of just got to start now. It's like one of those ones where, like, I'm not trying to, like, set goals for 2024. Like, I'm trying to set them for right now. Like, wake up, you know, let's just go into the new year with good habits, you know, keep it going, keep stacking those good habits up. Um, Not a big, oh, let's set these new year goals. Like, just set them right now and start start hammering away at it. You know what I mean? I think that's the, the biggest takeaway. I've learned over the past couple of years, just, just action. You know what I mean? Don't wait around. Don't procrastinate. Just take the action. No one's going to do it for you. You know, even like with this podcast, you know, let's just take the action. Let's start the podcast in the new year. No, how should you do it no. right now? The new year doesn't exist. All right. Three days from now doesn't even exist. Okay. The only thing that exists is right now. And this is how you transform your reality is in the moment, baby. Yeah. It's like what I start episode one, in 2024 or would i go into 2024 with a couple episodes under my belt it's like a lot of people yeah. wait oh i'll become a better person jan first no just be a better person tomorrow you know that's that's that's, that's, that's key to life right now right now yeah right now <laughs> go be go go right give now, baby. if you live with people go give them a compliment if you're in, if you're at work or you're out in public you just give someone a compliment that's what i want to do i know a lot of people say that i've seen that a lot it's like a nice dopamine hack is just give someone a compliment every single day. So I want to I want to make that not New Year's resolution a tomorrow resolution. Give someone a compliment every single day. Yeah, actually, I'm gonna go do that today. I'm gonna go downstairs and give someone a compliment. Oh. Oh, I Once like. I well, I'll give you spot, a compliment like, yeah. right now. You're a phenomenal co-host, and I love doing these. Oh. And man, I I'm excited for what's to come for both of us in 2024. And we'll continue to talk about it on this podcast. Uh, I'm going on vacation Monday. I'm going to Honduras, so I'm very excited. Uh, hopefully, do a remote podcast next week. I'm gone until New Year's New Year's Day. I come back, so yeah, you should be seeing Tropical Prince on the pod next week. Yeah, I'm jealous. I I need some sunlight bad. Um, that sounds like an awesome trip. Go enjoy that. It's gonna be. A good is it a week you're gone for a week two week in a bit yeah exactly a week monday to monday so very excited yeah that'll be nice get to get some nice uh vitamin d absorb that yes. sun is yes. it all inclusive is it is it gonna be it is not but you know okay. maybe that's a good maybe maybe that's a good thing with uh 
with me on the pod here. That's all I'll say. It might be a good thing. It's not all inclusive. <laughs> You'll have some good dinners then. You'll have some good meals. Oh, yeah. yeah is it East End Airbnb or is it a resort? It's a it's a resort, like a timeshare kind of thing. So it's not like all inclusive. It's like like a, we're staying at a place on a resort, but it's not like part of the resort package kind of thing. But you know, nevertheless, my favorite thing to do when I go away is I just love putting my feet in the sand. Like putting the sand between your yeah. toes. I love that. That's like my favorite thing. And that's like, my like Theo Vaughn. Really? Theo Vaughn? I like I like put I like putting my feet in the sand, man. I like well, he'd, he'd say something wild. Sand. He'd be like, I love putting my feet in the sand. No, but just the way you delivered sand. that. I just like putting my, my feet in the sand on vacation. <laughs> he'd be like, no, he'd be like, yeah. there's nothing better than putting your toes in a in a hotel sink. Like I like putting them in a hotel sink. Like that's what he'd say. Something silly, but I, I appreciate that. Just like a hotel oh, sink, and you and you and you and you and you put the water on, and you keep it and you keep it warm. Hotels, hotel sinks, man. <laughs> nothing like it. Nothing like it. <laughs> nothing like it. You know, you, yeah, it is nothing a little weird. Like it. it is a little weird, but then you get to the ocean with the with the crawfish. The the water and the, the sea urchins and the sea animals <laughs> and the sea the animals. animals the animals that guy's an animal have you seen have you seen those uh uh those those sharks with the fin on the back that swim around and they attack human beings yeah it's crazy i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't want to put my toes in one of them that's for sure that's for sure. <laughs> no. <laughs> those yeah, those them sea creatures will get you. They get you. <laughs> That's been our Theo Vaughn segment <laughs> of the week. Shout out Theo Vaughn. Uh I mean, I was I rate our impressions in the comments, let us know. But thanks for listening. Oh Episode gosh. two, the Prince Huda podcast. I'm Prince Huda. We got Coach Chippy here. Wishing you all very happy holidays, and we'll see you next week. Happy Peace. holidays.